Hey, this is Kim Davis, and welcome to another in this series of podcasts, Spotlight on Selligent Marketing Cloud. And with me today, I have Kat Berman, who's Head of Enablement with Selligent. Welcome, Kat. Hi, thanks. Now, exciting topic today. We've already spoken in this series about the entitled consumer, quite rightly entitled, and we're going to talk about how you make them loyal, how you retain them, and how you can actually use some of these ideas of loyalty and retention to actually improve the relationship with the consumer, because Sullivan very much about relationship marketing. So I thought we could start off, Kat, by talking about what loyalty has generally meant in the past to brands. I think uh, loyalty has often been a reward for purchase or for conversion of some kind, and it's very much been something that you kind of do after the fact. What I think is kind of interesting is how that seems to have changed, especially uh, with digital engagement and different opportunities where brands today have actually created a whole currency with loyalty and been able to actually use incentives, loyalty points, rewards, different kinds of prizes to drive the behaviors that they want from their customers. So it's no longer just about a thank you for purchase. It's about a, hey, will you consider trying this brand for some extra points? Or will you consider um, reviewing this product for some extra points? Or referring us to one of your friends or posting on social media? And so what's even more interesting is loyalty has really become kind of uh, even more stickiness and relationship building than, than ever before. Now, I think of loyalty in the past as being like you bought something, you get some points, you might not even know what points you've got, what programs you belong to. You kind of forget about them until you need something, don't you? It's funny that you say that. I I recently read a stat that said brands uh, today, I think this was from uh, eMarketer Pro actually, 52% of people who are in loyalty programs have no idea what their current loyalty level is, (laughs) which is massive missed opportunity. I think brands are investing so much money in focusing on the acquisition of getting people to join the programs that they're leaving the actual value on the table of leveraging the relationship, of using the amount you've accrued to have a personal dialogue to say, hey, you're eligible for these things, or hey, if you spend $3 more, it brings you into this possibility, and to actually uh, remind people about the depth of their relationship with that brand throughout the life cycle of, of the loyalty relationship. It's not just that acquisition or that you know, one-time thing. Don't forget about it, that you're in a relationship with that customer. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Because everyone knows that acquiring customers can be expensive. Once you've acquired them, if you don't do anything with them, you get the attrition, you get the churn, and then you have to go out and spend more money on new customers. So this is surely common sense, isn't it? It is common sense, but it is also commonly overlooked. Okay, so um, what kinds of things can people get rewarded for once they're part of a loyalty program? I know we were talking just before we started, things like advocacy, getting out there, speaking for the brand. Can you tell me some of the things which you can actually reward your customers for doing? I mean, honestly, you can tie reward incentive to absolutely any point of interaction. I think in today's economy, the biggest thing that you can focus on is what are my viral opportunities 
for amplification of your messages. And so some of the brands that we work with, like, for example, Ipsy is a uh, client of ours who does, I think, a great job with incentivizing their programs because what they do is it's very subtle. It's if I have an interaction with a brand, I've, I've received a product, they offer me the opportunity to review it for more points. And when I do that, they immediately say, do you want to earn even more points if you just in one click share it to Facebook? So they're, they're subtly giving me opportunities to amplify further what they uh, want, you know, me as an advocate for their brand. The other thing that they do really well is they offer not only woven into the digital relationship, every email, every mobile, every exposure on the website, there's an opportunity for me to engage deeper, earn more, to win-win for the brand and I, but also they have a central place where I can quickly go and see my points and see what I'm now eligible for and quickly in one click create a link that lets me refer uh, the brand to somebody else for even more points. So I think that the biggest uh, power not only is, is around amplification, ratings, reviews, viral, um, but the other really exciting one that I think we're seeing is um, if you are able to start to tie how much somebody will earn if they then purchase or go to the next level. Um, so in other words, brands that are able to say, oh, I recognize that you are you know, a gold member, and if you buy one more ticket, you're going to be a platinum member. Would you like to do that now? So to be able to quickly show me, hey, there's this small uh, kind of hurdle to get to something very valuable for me, right. I think that's that's another interesting area that brands are exploring. This is this is a whole new vista. Rather than thinking of this total of points adding up and it not meaning anything, you're you're talking about really uh, engaging in the moment with all kinds of opportunities for customers, maybe offers, maybe discounts, depending on them interacting with the mm -hmm. brand. And interaction and engagement is what we're all about. Yep, yep. And then I think also you know just with an overall kind of focus on the relationship, you should never forget that you're loyal customers, you know, they want to feel special. So to be able to give them some elite access to things, special sales, um, you know, or uh, content in advance or different pieces like that, it's, it, it is critically important. We have uh, one client, we work with um, AMC in Europe. Right. And uh, it was interesting because they did a survey and they asked their most loyal customers, hey, what do you want? And they said, a lot of them said, we want to go to a, a preview once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, that's a no-brainer. We can do that. But it's, it's, it's you know, that's another thing it's not to forget. Treat want. them a little special, yeah, and ask them what they want. Absolutely. Now, uh, interesting thing is personalization. Everybody's excited about personalization, often in terms of, attracting customers, going out there and knowing them as soon as you can and engaging with their interests and drawing them in. But there are all kinds of ways you can leverage a loyalty program in terms of personalization as well, aren't there? A hundred percent. Celligent, it's one of the things that we do, obviously. Um, we, we, uh, we help brands take data mm -hmm. and then leverage it to deliver uh, very relevant experiences you know, across every channel. So, for example, maybe you have a, a loyalty calculation that every time I download and read some content or make a purchase or whatever your uh, behavior is, that I, I get additional points. 
we can calculate that on the fly. And then what that does is maybe as you grow in your overall kind of point structure, automatically it makes you eligible for new communications, new offers, new content, so that the next time I come to the website, it treats me to a personalized message, for example, that says, congratulations, you've now earned, you know, you know, free samples for a month because you're this kind of a, a member or whatnot. So, so uh, with, with uh, the proper tools for automation to be able to create those experiences, you will really be able to develop very deep relationships that that kind of enforce uh the behaviors that you're trying to to uh get out of your customers right this is intriguing because one thinks of building the customer journey often one thinks that in terms of from the top of the funnel until they finally convert you have all these touch points and ways to direct and guide customers towards conversion but it sounds to me what you're talking like is what you're talking about is building an ongoing customer journey after conversion through the rest of the life cycle. Is that a good way to look at it? Yes, and I think you bring up an interesting uh, point as well that I think people think of journeys as linear things, but we are not linear. If you think about how you engage with brands today, you bop around between online, offline devices, you know, different points of research back to the brand. And so when I think about data-driven automation, really what it is is it's about having journeys that essentially lie in wait mm -hmm. so that when I... Uh, you know, either click or add a data point to my profile, it then makes me eligible and suddenly I'm now seeing something new or I am experiencing something new because of, you know, uh, every click changes me. And so the experience should change too. And so when I think about a journey, it's about that. It's about creating all the automation potential right. so that the brand is able to be very, very in the moment with me. Um, you know? Yeah. And it, it, this is something that's all being done inside of Celligent Marketing Cloud by your customers. Celligent really enables brands to capture more data, automatically tie it back to the individual, so that as their activity changes their, their data profile, so too does the automation that we can then serve up to them. And it's one of the things that I think uh, we are really strong in. The added layer to that is to be able to then include AI-driven uh, automation. So what we focus on is making sure that we're able to deliver the right content to me that will most likely make me react because of when I receive it and what I receive it. So the AI presumably allows you to do this at scale rather than having the marketer sit there and look at each individual case. Mm -hmm. You can take your loyalty information, you can take your past purchase information, everything that we know about me, and that all feeds in to help identify the experiences, the content that I then um, will, will have from that brand, served up by Selgin, of course. <laughs> and obviously the more data you have, the better AI works. I was wondering what kinds of verticals you're finding are able to exploit what you're offering best. We have customers across every vertical. Obviously, we, we have a strong penetration in retail, travel, uh, finance, insurance, automotive. There's really no brand today that in some way isn't, it isn't necessary to try and have a deeper relationship with your customer and to understand how to nurture that relationship. And so, you know, while we definitely have, you know, 
uh, runs the gamut. I, I, I honestly think that every every um, digital marketer that I talk to today is very focused, regardless of what vertical they're in, um, in how they can improve uh, customer engagement and, and loyalty. Yeah, relationship, engagement, the experience mm -hmm. always seems to be what it comes back to. Yeah. Cat yeah. Berman, thank you very much today for explaining to us loyalty and retention <laughs> and new vistas in those areas. Thank you. It was a pleasure.